Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Audio Note number 10. My name is Andrew Robinson. Really excited about this audio note because this is the one truth. We are going to get after it. We've covered the six gravitational laws. We've covered the three myths. Now we're ready for the one truth. Now, as we move into this, I couldn't help thinking but think about this uh, group that I worked with uh, several years ago. And it was a group of actually rising leaders. And we were two sessions into what was going to be an 18-month journey. And as we were working through some of the conversation, uh, one of the leaders, about five minutes into our second session, grabbed all of his stuff, stood up and left. No explanation, no nothing. And I found out afterwards that merely the mention of self-awareness in connection with leadership was more than he could handle. So I worked with the leadership uh, within the company to try to help resource him, but continued on with this group. And the reason I raise that story is that as we move through this process, you uh, will experience some discomfort. And if you haven't already, and my encouragement to you and my challenge to you is to stay in the room. There may be times especially as we move forward, where you want to grab your stuff and leave without explanation. And my encouragement to you is don't. Stay put. I'm going to give you some resources to help you stay in the room. And I just want you to stay there and embrace that discomfort. Because ultimately, the one thing that we have to work with as we move forward, the one truth, is our relationship to our discomfort. Because that very thing that caused that leader to leave is the very thing that will unlock growth within ourselves. It will help us defy the gravitational laws. It will help us dispel the three myths and help us expand our capacity for growth. Listen, I would love if there was another way, like if there was another way to grow, to develop, to expand our capacity apart from discomfort, uh, wouldn't that be, (laughs) wouldn't that be lovely? Uh, The reality is it just doesn't happen. Um, in terms of meaningful growth. It happens through challenge. It happens through discomfort. And that's why the one truth is our relationship to discomfort. How do you relate to discomfort? What what do you do when you feel uncomfortable? Um, do you flee the discomfort or are you willing to embrace it? A number of years ago, I was diagnosed with a an autoimmune disease. And at my last uh, checkup with my doctor, all of my numbers were gone. Like he was like, wow, this is unbelievable. Like your, your autoimmune is in complete remission. And one of the things he attributed to that was the, uh, my practice of taking cold showers, which some of you do probably not a fun experience, certainly, uh, in the beginning, especially, uh, but he said that was one of the, the best things that I could do in terms of activating my immune system and so forth. And I raise this as an analogy because that hasn't gotten any easier. Like it's become a practice, but I will tell you right now, every time I go to take a cold shower, this prolonged negotiation takes place where I try to talk myself out of it or, you know, maybe not today, you know, gosh, I've got a big day ahead of me or whatever it is. I mean, fill in the rationale, right? Um, Or maybe I'll just turn up the heat a little bit today and, and, you know, it'll be fine. But in the end, I know what's best for me. So I do it. And even though when I experience that discomfort, I want to like jump out or turn up the heat, I know that it's good for me. And that is what I call the growth paradox, where something that can feel bad is actually good for me. And as we move forward and you experience discomfort, I want you to keep that in mind. 
that there are times where some of this will feel like it's a bad thing. And just like, you know, when I get in that shower and I'm like, no, this is actually a good thing and I need to, to actually stick it, stick it out, um, that this is, that this is actually a good thing. And so healthy discomfort, our relationship to healthy discomfort is, is really the pathway toward growth. It was interesting. I came upon a study. It was actually a chart. If you can picture like a Y axis and an X axis along the horizontal, the Y axis is the vertical. What what it charted was human activity along the horizontal axis with morbidity rates. So, uh, you know, length of life. And as you might expect, people that are least active on the left side of the X axis had the highest morbidity. They had the shortest uh, life expectancy. And that as you move along the right, and as people became more active, of course, their morbidity went down. Their life expectancy increased. And that continued to increase until a certain point. And at which point, as the activity continued to increase, morbidity levels, surprisingly, increased. So much so that elite athletes like... um, not elite athletes so much as extreme athletes or ultra marathoners, people like that, have roughly the same morbidity rates as someone that does absolutely nothing in terms of exercise. Isn't that amazing? Like the people that exercise the most and the people that exercise the least have common morbidity rates. So it creates this U-shaped graph. What I want you to do as we go through this is to operate at the bottom of the U, not too much, not too little. It's the gold, Goldilocks principle. Operate at the bottom of the U. So you're not pushing yourself so much that you actually injure yourself, but you're also not just being sedentary. You're, you're, you're doing just enough. And that is a principle that I call test and rest. So when you operate at the bottom of the U, you're testing your discomfort, but you're not doing too much. So think of yourself as having three zones. There's your comfort zone, there's your discomfort zone and your recharge zone. So your comfort zone is where you spend probably the majority of each day. And it's very familiar. You're, you're oriented, um, very predictable. Uh, you enter your discomfort zone when you, when you experience things that disorient you, that aren't familiar, where you don't necessarily feel like you have the competence um, to, to move forward. And then your recharge zone is where you go to rejuvenate. Different from your comfort zone. Your, your recharge zone is more intentional where you do the things that refuel you, not just distract you, as we talked about um, with the six gravitational laws, but things that actually recharge you. You go away from those things feeling rejuvenated. Okay, so as we're moving forward, what I want you to do is learn how to move into your discomfort zone, but not even all the way into your discomfort zone. Think of putting one foot in the discomfort and one foot in the comfort zone. So you're still anchored in the, in the comfort zone, but you're also allowing yourself to feel uncomfortable. Uh, I'm in a place right now, interestingly, where professionally I'm, I'm making decisions to challenge myself, but as a result, I am entering into that discomfort zone. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never done what I'm about to do. This feels unfamiliar. This feels like it's testing all of my faculties and competencies. And I'm actually feeling rather incompetent in a lot of areas that I've never felt incompetent in. Um, but rather than like throwing myself into that, I'm, I'm, I'm just right up to the edge. I have one foot in that and then one foot still in my comfort zone. 
Um, and that may, that's going to look different for you, but it's, it's a natural thing that I want to encourage you to embrace. So you're testing yourself. And then what I like to do is sit on that area of like, okay, this isn't familiar. This feels uncomfortable. I'm okay with that. And I'm just going to stay here as long as I can. Then what I want you to do is as you've sat there for a while and experienced and tasted that discomfort is to retreat to not your comfort zone, but all the way to your recharge zone. So that's the test and rest. One of the healthiest things you can do, I'm going to use another exercise analogy, and it's going to sound like this whole like thing is an exercise podcast. It's not. It's just that there's so many parallels between exercise and what we're doing here that I can't overlook it. But one of the healthiest things you can do as you age is sprint. And there's something about that explosive uh, burst of energy that will help retain and build muscles that we naturally lose as, as, as we get older. And those muscles are, are essential for avoiding injury um, and, and, rem- and preserving strength and balance and things like that. So sprints are huge. But what's amazing is all you have to do is sprint for like 10, 15, 20 seconds and do like six sets once a week and the benefits are off the charts. And we're applying the exact same principle here. So in a sprint, you start feeling uncomfortable after 10 or 15 or 20 seconds. But then what do you do? You don't keep sprinting. You stop and you rest and you don't just like rest. You don't just walk what they encourage you to do is actually like stop, lay down in the grass if you can, close your eyes, but only do it for like two minutes, get up and do another sprint. Two minutes, another sprint. Do four, five, six of those and you're good for the week. Isn't that incredible? The amount of benefit that you gain from doing such a minor thing. And we're going to apply that as we go forward. Your discomfort is is your source of growth. That is the one truth. But how you manage that is critical, which is why it's so important to test your boundaries of discomfort and then go back to recharge. And then, of course, eventually you will go back into your comfort zone. All right. So the 631, now that we have completed that, we are ready for really the bulk of the self-ship content. And I alluded to this earlier, but it's going to come in the form of really the two sources of your uh, who you are as a person, how you show up in the world. And those two sources, as I mentioned in a previous audio note, are your nature and your narrative. Your nature is your wiring. It's who you are. It's how you were crafted as a human being before you were even born. And the more aware you are of that, the more effectively you can lead yourself and others. Then there's your narrative, which is everything else. Some people call it nurture. I prefer narrative because it encompasses literally everything else in your life. You know, your like setting that you grew up in, culture, um, everything, events, relationships, you name it. Everything that's essentially not your nature. Now, those two come together to inform how you show up every single day. But what we're going to do is I'm going to introduce you to a series of frameworks that you can use to help you better work with your narrative and your nature. And listen, I know how life works. Uh, you, things come at you unexpectedly out of the blue. You, you know, you can't prepare for everything. So what you'll find is that these tools that we get into will help you literally on the fly be able to work with yourself so that you bring yourself to every moment. And when situations come up that take you out, this will help you come back so that you can show up 
as 100% you. That's the goal. But it all begins with discomfort. That's the one truth. Now, I know based on the people that I work with, there are two groups of people when it comes to discomfort. So as we move forward, I want you to think about what group you're in. There is that group that just does not like discomfort. Like when you experience it, you want to move away from it. It's something that, uh, you know, you look back on your life and you're like, yeah, when I feel uncomfortable, that's something I get away from, kind of like my cold showers. But there's that other group, and you know who you are, that can't get enough discomfort. In fact, discomfort is your comfort. Like when you experience discomfort, it's, it's like, yeah, bring it on. I can't, I can't get enough of it. And again, think about who you are. Which group are you in? For the former group, the group that doesn't like discomfort, you will notice that I'm going to encourage you to expand your tolerance and, and increase your tolerance for discomfort. If you're in the latter group and you just can't get enough of that discomfort, I'm going to encourage you to actually stop. Don't plunge into it. I know that's your tendency. I know you want more discomfort, but I'm going to encourage you to actually stop at that edge and learn how to tolerate and build tolerances for your discomfort so that you don't injure yourself because what we want is soreness. We don't want injury. You know, when you lift weights, you're creating these small tears in your muscles that as they repair, create stronger muscles. That's soreness. But if you overdo it, you're going to injure yourself. Now it's up to you to monitor that. If you're not feeling uncomfortable, you're not doing the work. But if you overdo it, you're going to injure yourself. So my commitment to you is to do everything within my power to encourage you, to invite you into that discomfort. It's up to you to do the work, to actually move into that discomfort, feel it, don't overdo it, as I've said. But if you're not feeling uncomfortable, one or both of us isn't doing our job. Either I'm not inviting you into that, either I'm not leading you into that, or you're not leading yourself into it. So why don't we agree that as we move forward, you and I both agree to do our part to make sure that you have a healthy relationship with discomfort. And as we move forward, that you will test those boundaries, but that you'll give yourself permission to rest. Now, most leaders I work with really struggle with this. Like, you mean like, like just take a walk or take a nap or, you know, grab a cup of tea and sit down and, and have a conversation with someone just to rejuvenate, whatever it looks like for you. Yes, that is what I'm talking about. And it's interesting because we think of discomfort as something that's difficult, but actually that recharge zone, giving ourselves permission to fully unplug, to lay down in the grass, close our eyes and rest, like in that luxurious rest, is actually really difficult. I know it is for me, I know it is for a lot of the people that I work with, but that's where we're going. And I will circle back to this theme as we go through this, because I do want you to operate on that edge. You know, there's, a, there's a lot of thought out there and even models that would encourage you to plunge into that, to, to really go straight into all of this stuff. And that's, that's not ultimately helpful. I want you to just get up to that edge. And what you'll notice is out, over time, that edge is going to expand. You're going to increase your tolerance and that healthy relationship with discomfort. And, and with that, you will be able to dispel those three myths. You will be able to defy those six gravitational laws. All right, so I cannot wait to get into that with you. As always, wherever you are, I am so glad that you are here right now. Can't wait to continue this journey with you. 
take care everyone